0: Listening to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy and this is Claire. And this is episode one fourteen.
1: We're speaking to you from the, the future. Past. So we're we're in the past. <laughs> there in the future. It <laughs> <That> was amazing. <laughs> I think. I mean, technically, we're always speaking to you from the past, but this time extra from the past because Joy is going to Hawaii in
0: the future. <laughs> in, the, in the future. <laughs> I'm going to Hawaii. Back I'm in Hawaii. To, like back as, to the future? Yeah. As this is playing right now, yeah. for you in your ears, I am on the beaches <laughs> in of Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday too when this releases. On this, Not today. On this very you day, but on the day it? where people... Listen to this. You're, it will be it's your my birthday. birthday. Wow. Happy
1: birthday to me. Can you see yourself? birthday song no kind of but sad? it was just
0: funny just now that you <laughs> said it's my birthday i was like you? it is
1: <laughs> <Shit."> <laughs> i did not know that facebook did not alert me
0: <laughs> you got really i did you I, got was you I was scared for me i like, was like your
1: birthday is right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> no my birthday is the day that this is released so yes. september 10th yay my yay. birthday and it's gonna be really fun to be listening to this while i'm in hawaii on my birthday it's we'll like a present mm-hmm, yeah a little birthday present happy birthday
1: joy happy birthday <laughs> joy <laughs> oh my goodness oh,
0: so i'm excited so yes we are recording this way in the past
1: in the future i'm so
0: confused because we don't ever want to miss a week with you guys and we know how much you guys really just get so upset and no one <laughs> no one leaves their house if we don't release on thursday the
1: universe just
0: just stops, stops working working before we get started, again, Kalo, support our sponsors, support the podcast, qalo.com, the makers of the silicone wedding rings. We obviously love ours because we rave about them all the time and you see us post about them all the time. So you're sick of hearing it from us how much we love them. Let's listen to some listener reviews.
1: Um, we had in our in our Girls Gone Wad uh, Facebook group that is part of our Better You Challenge that we did this summer. We A lot of those ladies have their Kalo rings and they constantly write about how much they love them, about how. A lot of them work like are in healthcare or that kind of thing. Or I know that one of the gals who is in the group um, is a paramedic and they just love the durability and the flexibility. One of the gals in that group says super plug for Kalo. I bought my ring at the CrossFit Games and have worn it every single day since. I am working at a summer camp right now and it's so practical. I slathered it in sunscreen and wore it swimming, hiking, canoeing, and paddleboarding. I get asked about it a lot. And when I say I don't have to worry about losing my wedding band, people get it. People get it. People get it.
0: Because that feeling when I said last week on last week's episode where it's kind of like Oh my gosh, where'd I put my wedding ring? If you don't have anything on, you kind of freak out. Yeah. And then when you work out and you have it on, now it's just, just such a habit for me that I feel weird without it. And
1: like we said, you don't have to be married. You no. can get one for your gym BFF. Gym and BFF. And you can make it the new BFF bracelet.
0: Totally. Do so it. again, com. You can enter discount code GGW for 15% off your order.
1: Plus, then that's how they know that we sent you. Yeah.
0: So please use Do G-G- that. GGW.
1: Woo. Woohoo. All right. Thanks, Kalo. So this week, uh, we wanted to talk about things that crossfit has taught us and we uh, were inspired by a post on the crossfit facebook page that from pat sherwood who's been doing crossfit for 10 years he must have started like the day crossfit became a thing yeah so the post said august eighteenth, 2015 marked my 10-year anniversary since doing my very first crossfit workout this last decade has taught me a lot looking back i did a lot of things right and even more things wrong in sharing my observations and lessons learned perhaps i can help some people as they progress toward their 10-year anniversary so we just kind of wanted to go through a few of the things that he talked about. And then also um, we put out a call on our Facebook page this week to hear what your guys' biggest lesson from CrossFit is. And of course, talk about what we have learned. And I just think it's always nice to kind of look back and
0: kind of reflect about why we do what we do. Yeah. We're obviously, we obviously drink the Kool-Aid, but now it's kind of like, well, why... Why do we do why this do we and why? And people are always wondering why do CrossFit anyway? And I know a lot of people listen to this podcast that don't do CrossFit nor are maybe thinking of doing CrossFit. Well, this is what you have to look forward to yes. or all these wonderful lessons that you learn. Because truly, we've said this before too, that you can go anywhere and work out. You can get a workout at Orange Theory or the gym or any rec center and you're really not going to get this community piece and... Uh, I think that's why we love it so much, but really kind of digging a little bit deeper. It was really interesting to see, to see what everyone had to say about it.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of the things that Pat Sherwood says are very universal, So, um, and kind of echo a lot of things that the listeners said as well. So we'll yeah. just start with that. Okay, number 10. Take training seriously, but don't take yourself too seriously. Have more fun. When you're new, every day seems like it's raining PRs. That will eventually slow down. Always strive to improve, but learn to enjoy the gym, working hard and going home, regardless of how the workout went. I really like that one because I think... We all experience that. Mm-hmm. And, I th- and we get a lot of people who are like, you know, I am I feel like I've plateaued and you know, I've been doing CrossFit for two years and I lost a lot of weight my first year and I got really strong in my second year. And like in the third year, I feel like for a lot of people, that's when they feel like they plateau. Right. And you got to just enjoy the journey.
0: Well, and I think, too, that people expect to have, because CrossFit's so not competitive, but it is in a way, you're even competing with yourself, that you constantly feel the need to achieve and to succeed. So I think the failures and the frustrations are a part of it as well. And, you know, I posted a video today on our Instagram page where I was doing these muscle up progressions and it was terrible. Like I watched it and I was like, ew, I shouldn't post this. And I'm like, yeah, I should, because this is really exactly what goes into the work here. And that's... What it's all about. But for people to get frustrated because you hit a plateau, I'm not really sure then you should be so critical of yourself. It's like you're still working. So let that be the accomplishment.
1: Enjoy just the process. Enjoy
0: the process of life. Um, it's about the journey, not the destination, yeah. Claire.
1: Let's see. A couple of these I'm going to paraphrase. Read, uh, number nine is read the CrossFit Journal, which I get a lot of great coaching information from the CrossFit Journal. I
0: should start reading that. You
1: should. Number eight, eating healthy is important, but don't be a weirdo. Also important. Yeah i love please, to hear please see all our episodes of lisa and Italia. yeah
0: seriously <laughs> and emily abbott when she was yeah. like go have a gd pizza yeah
1: do you go have <laughs> what did GD she say D- she eats with gusto gusto
0: i eat with gusto eat with gusto guys yeah
1: number seven is sometimes cross it sounds ridiculous but if you it says most of us thick-headed know it all types will eventually come around if you give us enough time and some sound information Hmm. i think that's fair yeah so if you're tired of arguing with your aunt about how you shouldn't be lifting heavy, either just stop talking to her about it or maybe try to give her some, some real live information about, yeah, which you might find in the CrossFit Journal. There's
0: one thing we learned, people with different opinions, you just can't argue. You have to agree to disagree Yeah, and love them anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Number six, when it comes to getting fit, you can't beat the classics. Couplets, triplets, chippers, EMOMs, heavy lifting, gymnastics, running, etc. I've been very lucky, this is Pat Sherwood, obviously, to interview and spend a lot of time with the fittest people in our community. I will let the cat out of the bag. There's no secret training. Don't cherry pick workouts, work your weaknesses, train with variants, and you will improve. Mm -hmm. I think that's also really true. We talked to Emily Abbott about this a lot where I was like, you can't... Spot train. Yeah. You have to just, I mean, work your weakness in that sense. You can spot train, but like you can't just work on things a couple of times, you know, like you can't just pick and choose what you work on and expect to get better as an overall athlete.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: Number five, get out of the gym. Working out is awesome. CrossFit is awesome. It's safe to say that I'm a CrossFit fanatic. That being said, if 10 minutes after meeting you are still, if 10 minutes after meeting you, we are still talking about your back squat. I'm secretly bored to tears. Seek balance in your life. Go for a hike, Joy. I will sure what it says go for a hike learn yeah. to play a new sport go use your fitness and enjoy life yeah i think that's important too
0: i agree which is why i don't do crossfit every single day right i only do it three to four times a week and the rest of it i'm like yoga walking jt going on a run going outside no, going on hikes, gardening see i do other things <laughs> i really do i do other and things
1: and we like actually sort of reverse engineered crossfit in that sense because we started doing crossfit as a way to get better at your outdoor stuff climbing and skiing Yeah. yeah i like this one number four crawl walk run master the basics these days people see the crossfit games and they want top level lifts and times immediately that's not the way it works those men and women have put in years of work to be able to do what they do you will have to do the same don't be in a rush to advance do not blow off the fundamentals only to develop bad habits you'll one day need to break i wish that every athlete that i coach could like have that tattooed in the back of their head oh yeah because there's so many times where you see someone pick up a barbell and it's like they can muscle through the movement because they have you know some sort of athletic background but their form is terrible yeah and as a coach you know like i a lot of times will tell them like listen you need to go down and wait and they will that day but i know the next day they're going to come in and put the same amount of weight on right and they just don't you know, like you try to explain to them, listen, this is the this is what you need to do. This is, these are the fundamentals. Here are the building blocks that you need before you can even put weight on a barbell, or in some cases, even put hold a barbell instead right. of PVC. Right. And you know, they obviously listen to me in the moment because I'm their coach, but I don't think that they really take that to heart. Yeah, it drives me crazy. And then
0: people complain that they're not getting better and they've established really that poor habits, or that
1: their lower back or their shoulder hurts exactly. every time they do cleans. i yeah. like, well. I don't know what to tell you. Actually, I do know what to tell you. Take the weight off your freaking barbell or the people who, I don't know. I think this also kind of goes back to spot training. Like if you can master the foundations, then building on top of that is going to make your life so much easier rather than just picking and choosing one thing you want to work on with mm-hmm. no foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
0: I was thinking about that today when I was doing the muscle up progressions, because I was like, man, there's so much to work on. And I've been giving a lot of attention to the muscle up progressions because I really want to get that. But I was thinking today, I'm like, man, I haven't really been practicing my pull ups. I haven't really been practicing all these other movements that I've been neglecting because I've been focusing on the muscle up. But it's like, you just can't get around that. Yeah but balance is good.
1: Number three, support other communities. This kind of goes with number with a get out of the gym. If someone does not do CrossFit because they choose to only Olympic lift, power lift, run, do Pilates, yoga, or something else, who cares? Obviously, I'm biased and think CrossFit would better prepare them for a long, healthy life, but at least they're not sitting on the couch stuffing their face with sugar.
0: Yeah, it's true. I was actually talking to a coworker today and she was asking advice for things to do for fitness and she yeah. does like all these things. It's like I just was biting my tongue and being like, just do CrossFit. Because everything she wanted really could be accomplished by CrossFit. But uh, I just had to back off. And I was like, we'll do this and try this and blah, blah, blah. blah.
1: Yeah. And and uh, at
0: least you're being active.
1: Yeah. And I have a lot of friends who are really fit and they get they're really fit because they do like a ton of yoga and they run you know and so for them it's like they're accomplishing if you look at like the 10 pillars of crossfit you know i think that those you know mobility agility flexibility strength um speed all those things you know i think really those 10 things make up a good like physical foundation regardless how you're how you're getting them yeah regardless of how you're getting them you know because you can get a flexibility and agility and balance from yoga you can get speed and stamina and endurance from running or from spin or whatever it is you know like you can still accomplish those things and be fit and healthy and work towards living a healthy life by doing a lot of other things that don't have don't have to involve being in a box yeah
0: exactly just be active do what you love and i know a lot of listeners too that don't do crossfit it's just like be active and do what you love yep whatever you're gonna stick with that's what
1: you should do number two be humble if you walk around with an attitude because you have fast times or big lifts well there's no other way to put it you're a douchebag <laughs> <laughs> also one so
0: that happens such. a
1: lot so, one day you will not be the strongest or the fastest someone will be better than you and then you'll be left with nothing and surrounded by people you did not treat with kindness
0: hey oh, you're guys way to call him out. yeah seriously but okay can i take a slight bunny trail here and i was thinking about this the other day because i don't want to sound like a douchebag but i i might and that's because
1: i'm so awesome is that what you're about to say really
0: good no no so we i don't know if you were there we we did a workout it was a sunday morning workout and yes you were there and the scores weren't put on the board or it was almost like we don't need to put the scores down Yeah. And there was a part of me that's like, I like to put the scores down.
1: Because you always win.
0: Not always, but I just (laughs) like to put the scores down. But why does it matter? I don't know. That's why I
1: was like, but that's kind of how CrossFit is. Is it not? I mean, it is because we make it that way, but like, you don't, it doesn't have to be. And I feel like... I don't know. For me, the whiteboard, like from a coaching perspective, TJ and I actually talked to this for a brief second a couple days ago where it was like I would take the clock out of the gym if I could in a, lot of, in a lot of ways because, I mean, I think that knowing the time that it takes you to do a workout is helpful information to track your progress. But if you are focused on – if your number one priority is getting a fast time, I think that you're doing it wrong. I think your number one priority – should be competent, good quality movements. And if you are prioritizing moving quickly over moving well, then you need to slow, really but slow that's down.
0: But that's the balance of CrossFit. You're not, I mean, you do movements well, but over time you get so darn tired that you can't do it 100% perfectly. That's
1: very true. But I think that there is a really, really big difference between fatiguing and rushing. Yeah.
0: Oh, totally. And that's yeah. what I'm
1: saying is like, I think yeah. that for a lot of people, you know, like you are able to find that balance because you have proficient movement Patterns that you've developed over the course of several years and obviously that is a you know it's a journey to get to that point but I think that the at the end of the day the amount of time that a workout takes you in my opinion is one of the least relevant factors in how the wad went for you
0: oh that's t- I totally disagree
1: I know because you <laughs> love the clock so much but that's
0: I just totally I think of like Steph Hammer or Steph Hammerman I'll Steph the hammer Steph Hammerman saying that you know, like the 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 race with the clock is like one of the best races right, of your life. But that that and, comes from
1: a place of effort for her. Yes. Yeah. So I totally agree that like you need to put the the best in the most effort and work as hard as you can. Yeah. But not at this and I think but I think but putting I in think effort people, and working hard. I don't think a lot of
0: people are doing that. I don't think a lot of people are are just moving to move shitty.
1: I think like, you would be surprised. Really? I just don't. I don't see it. I think that... I don't know. I think, like... I
0: think if you set it up the way where it's, like, you have to run toward the... It's you against the clock. But, like, I don't know any gym that's been, like... Of course, the clock is like the big three, two, one. But I, I feel like that's such a part of the culture.
1: I No, it totally is a part of the culture. And obviously, like that power output and that stamina and that, you know, speed is important. And it's an important part. But what I'm saying is like, I'm not saying like turn out. I mean, I am saying take the clock out. But I'm not saying like move as slowly as you want. I'm still saying like put in effort and move quickly and go through it as fast as you can but not at the sake of other things. And I think a lot of times that focusing it, making the clock your number one priority, then takes the focus away from other more important parts, which are developing strength and developing movement patterns. And so I'm not saying, you know, just yeah. go like, no, take I your hear time. you. I
0: hear you. But I also think like when I'm doing a workout and let's say like for the open, you, when I put stuff down and I'm sitting there breathing and I can't catch my breath but I'm like I know I can keep moving that is when the clock comes in for me where I'm like that it pushes me to keep going whereas I would take my sweet ass time if I put the bar down and I was like I'm just gonna hang out and take a few more breaths and I think that is it's just a reminder of like you got to get this done I don't ever think like just move shitty and get through with it because of the clock but it's more of like a added i don't know i think of like the competitions we've done where it's like you you have everyone else around you moving and you have to sit and think like am i taking too long of a rest am i it 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 forces you to push yourself in a way that i just i can't really explain it
1: i think that that is something that you could achieve without a clock and i think i don't know
0: i don't know i I
1: think that i'm
0: attached to the clock i I really am
1: and i i don't know i feel like but me. it's not a bad
0: thing. I don't see it as a bad thing.
1: Okay, here's... I think here's what it comes down to for me is that I really believe that I would push myself in that way regardless of whether or not anyone else ever knew my time. And I think... N-
0: yes, yeah, I completely agree. But yeah, I but I don't... <laughs>
1: So then why does it bother you when they don't write the times down?
0: Because there's an element of like competition in CrossFit. That's the whole but point. That's
1: separate from what you just said. Because the, you said that it pushes you to like keep, re- you know, to not rest and to go as yeah. fast as you can and to push yourself. Yeah, sure. So then why does it matter what your time, ta- like other people, that other people can see your time?
0: I don't care about other people seeing my time. I like to see what everyone... I like to go in the next day and, like, see what everyone got. I like to see, like, where we stand. Yeah. But, I mean, I I see what you're saying, like, two different things. Like, I do... The clock, if, like, they got rid of it. I'm like, that's... But that's not CrossFit. Like, I, it's a piece of CrossFit. But as far as writing the times down, I feel like that's the whole point of record keeping. And I know we need to do it ourselves, but I never do. And I think it's just an element of how hard are we working and pushing ourselves? And I I don't know. I think it can be
1: a helpful tool. It just the fact that there's so much emphasis on it a lot of time I think goes uh, like it I think it makes it into something that it doesn't need to be Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people you know I think that you're very competitive in in the sense of especially being competitive with yourself and wanting to like you know it matters to you to have a really good score for the day because you're the type of person who's like who's Rxing wads who's you know but I think for a lot of people who are in the gym and I think a lot of people who've been doing it probably for a long time who are like I know that I can do this the thing that I don't know like I just feel like you could still have that same drive and have that still same like motivation of like, I need to keep going. I can't put the barbell down. You know, I'm on the clock. Yeah. Without necessarily needing to write your score but down. But it's more motivation for
0: me. Because like, for example, the and I know the, the 530 class has been deemed like, oh, you guys are going to set the pace for the day. But I like to know where I stand. So it's it's good for me that if, you know, like Jeff, of Jeff and Christy, that they moved to, right. to Austin. He Just used to be in our class
1: Hungarian last name yeah. Or whatever
0: yeah Kuzinsky used to really really push me because he was so darn fast and if I came in the next day and you know, there was a wad and I didn't get to see his time or whatever. I'd be like, okay, where do I? It, it really, really pushes me to do better. So, like, or yeah. Matt Shea, um, all the guys in the 530 class where I, if I'm by myself, I hate it because I don't know where I stand. And it's just feedback. It's like being a human being, you need to know where you stand in the world. And I like, we're, <laughs> I mean, that's why everyone likes the open because they're like, how well am I doing? And I get it that it yeah. shouldn't be the driving forces and it shouldn't ruin our day, but that is, Kind of a weird attachment that I have. I'm like, I just like to see because I'm always striving to be better. So it's like, where do I stand? And I, if I didn't have a clock, sure, I'd do the workout. Sure, I'd push myself, but I, I wouldn't. It was like have no compass. I'm like, where am I? See, that's
1: why I don't (laughs) like the open. And I think that's just the fundamental difference between the way that we look at. Yeah,
0: that's true. Is like
1: for me, I've really been able to get to a point where it, where my effort has nothing to do with other people around me or other people's effort, other other people's time. Yeah, I'm gonna push myself as hard as I can in the moment, no matter what anyone else is doing and no matter if someone else is going faster than me or slower than me, you know, like everyone's, while, well, it's nice to have a pacer, like someone who, sure. but like. And I,
0: I, yeah, I yeah. think where I see it too, and I don't want to keep like hashing right. this over, but I, I will make one last point is that I, I think I see it as what's possible. Yeah. What is possible? Not that I could ever do replicate it, but just kind of like, well, what is really possible out there? And where do I stand with like, the badasses yeah. i don't know it's weird I, we went on a ma- that was a major that's
1: right you guys can weigh in on facebook yeah, that's what a do you good, how do you feel about the clock
0: i i totally see both sides and yep. i completely admit i'm a wholeheartedly attached and to i that yeah and i feel clock. like
1: my effort would be like, exactly the same whether or not i ever recorded my time or yes not.
0: agreed okay okay number done. one period the number, end.
1: pat sherwood number one help others on their journey wait
0: where are we with this list i feel that's
1: like on number one Still? 10. Yeah, that last one was number two. Be humble. There's
0: 10 of them. Okay, you went backwards. No, no, no. Yeah, it was 10 to one. So the
1: final one. Number one. Help others in their journey. Remember when you first picked up a barbell or tried to muscle up? Remember when you couldn't kip or even do a single pull-up? Remember when proper nutrition seemed overwhelming and confusing? Do you remember the person who did not look down on you for being inexperienced, but rather genuinely cared and helped? Be that person.
0: So true. Yes. So true. And I could do so much better at the 5.30 a.m. class because I am half asleep And i'm kind of grumpy sometimes and i don't talk a lot but halfway through i get nicer (laughs) because then i start waking up but yeah i mean it's just i always think when people walk through the door i want to make sure i'm saying hello and welcoming them and if they're like oh my first time here i'm like oh congratulations you're gonna have so much fun and so they're not scared but i love that and especially you know sometimes we'll hear comments from people at other gyms across the world and how people are the more elite athletes might look at them differently the or that's plastics. like did you they're totally the plastics did you i saw where did i see some article i was like the box magazine had an article about is your advanced class killing your gym or is it yeah. is it like poisoning your gym and i didn't like read the whole thing but it was more or less like is that really kind of are putting, you creating are you, pl-
1: are you creating plastic? <laughs>
0: creating the lunch table at- yeah North Shore High School. <laughs> anyway, so all right, so that was a really good list. I like that. Yeah, let's move on to. So we reached uh, out
1: to you guys, and we got some amazing responses. Amazing! So gonna...
0: Thank you guys for writing. Yeah, let's start with Nikki because I love Nikki.
1: Hi, Nikki. She
0: okay? Can I tell you something really cheesy first? Yes. Nikki went to the same place we're going uh, about three months ago. So she oh, she went Hawaii. to Kona three months ago, and she I texted her, and I was like. This is the one who I went to the Cell Gym and worked out with all them. They're great. The Cell Gym in Arizona is fabulous. So... She was at the same resort and I'm like, Nikki, you should like hide a penny somewhere or something, and then like I'll find it. It'll be like a treasure hunt for me when I go to the same resort in September. And she totally did. So she hid and she gave me like a clue and a picture of like who has the coin. So I'm totally going on a treasure hunt when I get to the resort. I hope it's still there. Isn't that
1: funny? (laughs) That's really that's really cute.
0: I'm such a geek. Okay, so Nikki says, Oh man, I have so many things. The biggest thing CrossFit has taught me is that I can do hard things. All I need to do is believe. It's been my motto since the 2014 Open. Who would have thought that at age 42, I'd be lifting heavy, relatively speaking. Oh, stop, Nikki. You are lifting heavy, climbing a rope, be walking on my hands, and that I'd be doing Olympic lifts. I am a changed person because of not only CrossFit itself, but because of the amazing community that I break a sweat with. I now coach a few days a week, and I even got a tattoo a few weeks ago to commemorate to commemorate this phase in my life it's awesome it's a believe tattoo on her wrist i
1: I think i love that the phrase i can do hard things i can do hard i always think about that
0: too that's one of my favorite yeah where did we get that
1: i think i saw it on instagram (laughs) once yeah but i the internets where else i mean i'm sure nikki didn't get it from us but i love that phrase it's definitely one that is like i just feel like it's so simple but so powerful and it's just like you know what and I think the the thing I like about it is that it acknowledges that what you're doing is actually hard. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times it's like, you're fine. Keep moving. It's not a big deal. Right. And it kind of takes away from the fact that you're really doing something that's tough. Yeah. And so by saying I can do hard things, it's like, this is hard. This and, is difficult. But that's okay. I can yeah. still do it.
0: Right. Tiffany says, CrossFit has taught me it is okay not to be perfect at everything, that we all have different strengths and weaknesses. It has taught me that I'm capable of so much more. It has also given me the confidence to coach and motivate others and pursue further fitness training options. CrossFit has led me to push my limits by trying crazy obstacle course races and an upcoming strongman competition. That's so great, Tiffany. I'm so glad I moved to a new town and found a supportive place to call my gym home. Awesome. Yeah, it's just crazy how everyone... I like what Jill said, too. It's been a great reminder that all the little steps and efforts add up and really do create results because I I feel like day by day we're constantly – I mean, if you think about it, all the movements that we have to work on – and every single day you're leading up to that yeah. double under, that muscle up, that totally. pull up. It's just, it's rad. Let's
1: see. We have so many other I ones. also
0: like, sorry, I'm going to jump in. No, and Mary please. Mary says, this might sound strange, but it's honestly made me a nicer, friendlier, more social person. We welcome new people at the box with open arms. So when I'm at another event, unrelated to CrossFit, I feel compelled to make sure everyone feels welcome. I love that too, because I feel like it, it sounds cheesy, but even physically you're able to do things and prepare you for stuff. But yeah, I mean, remember the first... I don't know. I feel like it was the first year I was at Jay. I would cry all the time at workouts. And I felt like I was working through stuff and like yeah, learning to tolerate frustration and learning to tolerate failure better. And just all these things that really kind of apply to everywhere in your life. And I think mentally, it's a really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing.
1: Kate says... CrossFit gave me a relationship with my sister. Growing up we were polar opposites and had pretty a pretty rough relationship. Since we both started CrossFit, we have something in common and have a great relationship now. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like CrossFit really gave me and Brandon something to like a thing like something to have in common through a lot of the changes we've been through yeah. since we moved to Dunbar. Yeah.
0: And that was, uh, that sounds really opposite and weird. But at first I was kind of like, oh my gosh, is this going to pull Scott and I apart because we don't do CrossFit together? Right. And in all honesty, it actually has made it to where he can truly appreciate that we appreciate each other's differences where he's like, no, I can totally see how that can be your thing and make it a balance of we don't have to do every single thing the same. And I appreciate what he does too. And as weird and opposite as that sounds, it was almost like it taught us to really appreciate what each other does in different avenues of our lives and it doesn't have to be you have to come to crossfit with me right (laughs) because that's just not his thing you know Mm -hmm. works for him not for me
1: Um, we have a couple from our group um ashley says crossfit taught me that eating is good and to ignore the numbers on the scale i love how i feel and i've been lifting weights versus starving myself and then that goes along with the, the next couple that are on our page as well um evan says crossfit has taught me to love my body because of what it can do and how i feel after working really hard i get satisfaction not from the number on the scale which i haven't looked at in over a year but out of seeing changes in my body and growing in my strength and endurance and then also crossfit has taught me to feel my body based on what it's telling me it needs if I want a sell second helping of dinner, I get a second helping of dinner. And Danny chimed in and said, Number one, loving your body for what it can do instead of what it looks like in a swimsuit. But most crossfitters look better naked than non crossfitters anyway. So there's that.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and Evan had,
1: had one more, but we'll try to let's see what other body image ones we well, have. Well the body
0: here. image ones were really great because It reminds me of all the episodes we've done with Lisa and Natalia of... I truly think CrossFit has changed the perspective for women so greatly. And, you know, I think everyone still has their own journey. And I think some people probably still struggle with it in some way, shape or form. And we all have our days. But to kind of just accept all right, this is what my body needs and listen to what your body needs as opposed to torturing your body yeah. and doing it because you hate your body. It's now a coming from a place of love and self-love and man, it's pretty rad.
1: Yeah, Elizabeth, just to add that says this has probably been said several times but recognizing the difference between what your body looks like and what it can do i initially thought that skinny and fit were the same thing three years after starting crossfit i'm literally still the same size as i was when i started which is very frustrating when i see people who transform their bodies in the same time frame or less But since starting, my body has been able to deadlift and squat my own body weight, run almost 10 miles, and carry someone else's heavy stuff when they insist it's too heavy. I've come to accept that while I will never be the skinniest girl in the room, I am probably one of the strongest, and that is super empowering. Yay. Yep. And yeah, we have a couple there. Sarah, fitness is more than running on a treadmill exclusively for hours.
0: Oh man, those days are long gone. Long gone. I actually... The same person that was talking to me about uh, like a workout regimen was talking about the elliptical machine. And I was like, I felt kind of bad, but I was like, uh, don't even waste your time. Yep. (laughs) Just don't waste your time on an elliptical machine. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? Maria says, I've learned that I'm not afraid to get old. I'll be 50 this year and I have never felt so strong, badass and sexy in my life. I want to CrossFit till I die. Wait, that didn't come out right. (laughs)
1: I yeah. think that's cool. That's I remember great. my mom doesn't do crossfit anymore, but she did for a little while. And she, so it she cute. always, I know I've talked about this before, but she always talked about how it boosted her warrior energy. Yeah. It like made her feel like a badass. Yeah.
0: Well, my birthday's on today when <laughs> you guys are listening to this. Future today. And <laughs> I am turning 38 and I feel like I just keep, I don't think I've ever been so strong in my life. My shoulders are pretty large and, um... <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at she my just, photos. She like,
1: just at her shoulders. She said that I'm like, yeah, there they are.
0: There they are. <laughs> I was looking at my wedding photos today. I mean, we just have like a couple pictures from our wedding up at the house and our wedding anniversary is this month too. And I'm thinking, man, I remember when I was working out around my wedding and I just didn't, I specifically didn't really lift a lot of weights because I didn't want to look big. Oh my god, Isn't that funny? It's so funny. That was seven years ago though. Seven years. I have learned. Uh, Kelly says... I always have at least one more rep in me even when I think I'm done. This holds true in many aspects of life. Yeah, totally. just keep going. Just keep going. Every rep counts. I always tell myself that when I'm working towards the end.
1: Yeah, we have at, um, at Elevation, one of Jeff's favorite workouts to, my favorite things to program is like a, sh- a quick benchmark workout like uh, like um, Grace or Isabel with the snatches and mm-hmm. then immediately go into an AMRAP of wall balls. So it's like you just totally, totally max out on Grace and then you have to go AMRAP wall balls. Woo! And so what I always tell people is like go until you can't do another rep and then do one more and then you can be done.
0: Yeah. Oh, I like that.
1: And it's like because once you get in that mindset, it's like – it's kind of like the plus one, whatever you say, <laughs> come yeah. back when right. you're a kid. It's right. like, go until you can't go anymore and then do one more.
0: Right. Last but not least, let's do one more. Val, who's the girl I run with, she says, failure and dedication. It's okay to fail, but this motivates success in the next attempt. Because if you stay dedicated, you'll always have another chance. And Val is like the fastest runner in the whole world, just so you know. When I train with her, I feel like... I'm you like
1: talking
0: about that? I'm like, do does everyone hurt this much when they run? Because she's just like <laughs> going and... I'm pretending like I'm keeping up with her, but I'm going to probably PR this half marathon because she's so fast. So thanks, Val. Thanks for your uh, training and friendship.
1: <laughs> hey, let's do one more from from mom, Sandy. Okay. CrossFit, like golf, is the only sport that works scaling into the equation. And for that, I am forever grateful. Mm-hmm. Although I think it's funny that she said CrossFit, like this other sport, is the only sport other than golf. <laughs> but it's true. And I think that that is really one of the, one of the cool things about it. Yeah. So what have you learned, Joy? Um, I, oh my
0: gosh, where do I start? I knew you were going to ask me that and I was trying to think about it today. I really, when I look back, I think first and foremost was a lot of fears, a lot of fears. And I would constantly catch myself saying, oh, you're not going to do that or you can't do that. So really, I think learning to have the mental game And thinking positively while you're doing something really difficult really carries over onto every other area of your life. So if you think about it, like there's been so many times when I've caught myself trying to do something. I'm like, I'm just going to give up on that. Yeah. And I was telling Haven this the other day because I was we were doing a workout and it really required you to push really hard at the end. And kind of sprint at the end. So when you're doing, you know, really fast movements and then you end with like a 400 meter run. Right. The tendency for me it's is to like kind jog of jog it out, jog it out yeah. and kind of bail on the run and bail at the last minute. Just be like, I'm just going to finish Right. TJ says,
1: don't like, he, he always says, don't call it in.
0: Yeah. Don't call it in.
1: <laughs> and, and I would,
0: and I caught myself at the very tail end, just kind of starting to slow down and kind of be like, oh, I'm done. And I had something click in me. And I I think, too, it was the Steph Hammerman interview of just kind of pushing yourself to the very, very end. And like, I'm not done until I give it my all to the very end. And so I kind of, I was joking with Haven. I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel like I feel like I had an epiphany because I was really, really trying to push myself at the end instead of just phoning it in. And uh, that was, I like had that aha moment where I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I I do that a lot in life where I'm kind of like, meh, you kind of just Putter out towards the end, like put 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 put. Yeah, okay. it's like I did a fizzle. pretty good
1: job. I'll just finish it. Yeah, off.
0: and that's just not how I want to be. So the mental yeah. game has been really huge. Obviously, the change in my body. And accepting that I'm a strong person, and I'm not going to have like this. uh, Nor do I want the skinny model look, and like all those things you read in
1: magazines. magazines And um, what are those things? They're like come. They're like when we get to when we get together. We get to two
0: episodes in two days, (laughs) then my brain starts going all to shit. But yeah, like truly all the things i struggled with in my 20s and early 30s of you know not looking liking how i looked has really really shifted to a point where man i still think back and go you wasted a lot of time putting yourself down girl and so that i would say self-love and determination and hard work perseverance all those great things that's the top (laughs) of my list how about you Oh, man. Wall balls, that you love <sighs> them?
1: I love them so much. How did you know that's what I learned? I think I learned a lot about, I've learned a lot about self-talk. And I think that's a big thing. And I think that, I just think I've really had it reaffirmed that it's not about whether or not you can do something. It's about figuring out how to get it done. And that's really something that I, I know I always bring up my NOLS trip, but that's really something that I learned during that trip where it was like, there is there can't be a question of of this not happening yeah this has to get done how are we going to do it Mm -hmm. and that has really been reaffirmed on a personal level and crossfit of like there's not a question of whether or not i'm going to do this workout yeah the question is how am i going to get it done and what do i need to do to be successful and i think just transferring that into every point of my life and being like okay i have this goal the question is not whether or not i'm going to achieve it the question is how am i going to get there and what's it going to look like on the way and you know, just kind of like believing that there really is a way to get from A to B, no matter what it is you're trying to do.
0: Yeah. And I think that there's been so many times where I'll look, I'll look at a workout and I'll be like, mm, maybe I'll just do half of it. Right. You know, like you kind of start to talk yourself out of it already where I, That's where community comes in is no one's really going to let you off the hook. Right. And then you have to figure out a way to finish it.
1: Right. And I think that that when I, the first time that I actually cut a run in a workout because I was pregnant, I almost cried. Really? Because I was so set on this mentality of like, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And so letting that go, I mean obviously I have a very good reason to, and now I don't even care and I'm like I'm not running more than 100 meters because it feels like death on my pelvis.
0: Yeah.
1: But back when it was still kind of like in that transitional period of like you know what I could do this. It's really uncomfortable and I am really out of breath at the end and I know that I'm getting to the point where it's not the safest choice, but I still I wanted to hold on to that so bad because I had this mentality of like I can get it done. Yeah. And so I I've had to let that go over the past couple of you know the last like month or so and you know now it's more like I still have at mentality but I can get it done it's just like what is my workout that day gonna look like right but I don't know I think like you were saying you know you you go in and you look at the workout and you're like oh I can't do this whole workout yeah and you know nowadays I walk in and I'm like oh I can't do this whole workout and so I don't right <laughs> because I literally you're
0: carrying a child I'm carrying
1: a child but um you know i i don't know i just think that that i think that's probably the biggest thing the other i think big really big thing i've taken away from it is that your actions can mean so much to other people even if what you think you're doing seems trivial mm-hmm. that if you are putting everything you have into something even if you're not becoming the the greatest athlete, if you're working hard every single day, other people are going to see that, and they're going to do, and they're going to work hard because you're working hard.
0: That's very true. I don't think we take that into consideration enough.
1: Yeah, I've had a lot of people, especially since being pregnant, mm. be like, "You really motivate me to push hard because I see you pushing hard, even though I'm only doing half the workout." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, if you can push hard, then I can push hard." Mm-hmm. And I think that that has been something that can transfer in any part of your life. And it's like you know, people don't at the end of the day, they don't really care if. If you're pring every single day. They don't really care if you're doing the most or going the fastest. What they as are, long as your effort is always our right, Exactly. But like what they literally are inspired by is like I almost think that it's more inspiring from people who aren't pring every day and who aren't going the fastest because it's like they you know like you know you're not going to the top of the whiteboard right. You know that you're not going to pr, but you're still putting an effort in as right. if you were
0: right. And I think that's like as you're saying that there's a little bit of because back to the clock thing. Yeah. There's a little bit of of that element that I like about it. Yeah. Where it's kind of like if if. Matt Shea can do this I can do this if Matt Crowley can do this yeah. I can do this if you know whoever else is working out at 5.30 all you guys <laughs> it's like that's kind of where I look at it as yeah where I don't know it's inspiring to me but yeah, yeah it's just great but it's I think like it can solve at- solve all the problems of the world
1: well and I think that that Comes out, like comes into other parts of your life too, and it makes you more motivated to put 100% into everything because yeah. you think, like, who else on my team or who else in my job or who else in my family or whatever right. is going to put 100% into whatever they're doing because I'm putting 100% into whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Yay, CrossFit. So thank
0: you all for those comments. That was a really, really good. Yeah. I kept reading them all and they're so inspiring. So sorry if we didn't get to all of them, but we read all of them and you guys are just kicking butt out there. Yes. All right. So we got to end because I got to go swimming on a beach and Claire has to go grow, a human. grow a human. But before we do, I want to read a couple more new reviews. Have you guys left a review yet on iTunes? No?
1: What's that you say? What's that you say? You're lurking in the background? You're like lurking Damian with your, sunglasses
0: with and a hood up? <laughs> then get on get on itunes and leave a review give us feedback we want to make this podcast as great as we can for you the listeners leave a review on itunes it only takes a second here's a couple new ones that we got from eliza i love girls gone Watt. as someone who just started crossfit five months ago i was looking for a podcast to keep me inspired and feel part of the community joy and claire provide just that it was a blast to start from episode one and work through the series which i recommend this is my favorite so far. Yeah, well, they're so all you great. You can enjoy
1: the evolution of our sound quality. Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> I won't go back and listen. I just can't. I cringe. There's a lot of things where I'm like, "How do you guys put up with this?" I don't know. conduke Duke Twenty Three says disclaimer: You're going to laugh out loud if you don't do CrossFit. If you don't CrossFit, you're going to be inspired to do so after listening to Joy and Claire. It's more than just CrossFit too. When Joy puts on her therapy hat, from discussions of Mary
1: Donut Headband. <laughs> I forgot about the Donut Headband.
0: From discussions of marriage hacks to glitter poop, you'll be laughing out loud, so be prepared. The duo (laughs) works so well together like ebb and (laughs) flow. You'll wish you lived in Denver and were really friends with them. I find myself referencing the podcast all the time as if I knew them. Guests are always great too. Do yourself a favor, listen to every episode. Every is capitalized. That was really funny. I like how she's like.
1: (laughs) Ebb and flow. That could be like our DJ name. Yeah. I can't help that I have a wide set vagina and a heavy What? Oh, flow! I was like, where did that come from? Usually I'm all up for a random ass mean girls reference, but I was not ready for <laughs> the jumbo tampon <laughs> reference.
0: Whenever I hear flow, I just think of that. I can't help that I have a wide set vagina and a heavy flow. He's like, I can't do this. <laughs> Um.
1: Okay. Oh, we never.
0: Kn- we never knew we would insert that. Well, let's not use the word insert.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: All right, you guys. That's- thank you again for leaving the reviews. Remember to visit our sponsor, Kalo, supporting the podcast. Supporting Kalo, Q-A-L-O dot com. Get your rings, get your discounts by and entering. And when you,
1: when you get your, your Kalo goodies, make sure you tag us.
0: Please do. We, we love-, love to see the pictures and then we tell Kalo and then they're like, oh my gosh, we love you even more. And it's all good.
1: Yes. It's get crazy. your ring
0: get your discount enter code ggw at checkout that lets them know that we sent you all right go celebrate my birthday if y'all could please Happy birthday, have a drink have a cupcake have whatever you want because it's my birthday <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening we love you and we'll see you next week bye, bye.